real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, lots of other news as well in relation to, say, for example, Danny Healy Ray. It says in the paper here, an independent TD has said... Um, he, as uh, well as a businessman and a community leader in Carrasavine, County Kerry, uh, want the Department of Justice to move residents to a direct provision centre, or a from a direct provision centre, uh, where there has been an outbreak of COVID-19, back to where uh, they were brought from. And Danny Healy-Ray joins me on the line. Uh, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Niall. Nice to talk to you, Danny. How's things? How are you coping and carrying Carrasavine and how's everybody keeping down there? Well, it's a very worrying time, and it's a very strange time, as, as, as it is for people all over the country. We've never seen uh, anything like this before, the lockdown, and people uh, isolated, and, and um, as they say, cocooning in their homes. They've never been there so long, and many people are, are feeling it now, you know, and maybe for the first week or two, there was a bit of a novelty effect in it, but... Uh, people are, uh, people that are cooped up now are are, are beginning to feel it now. And, and uh, you, have you noticed, as Simon Harris suggested today, the bit of complacency where people who, as you said, there was, and I agree with you, there was a bit of a novelty factor. It was like a two-week holiday initially. But then people started to say, oh, well, look, I think I'll take a little jaunt out in the car. Are people taking a chance now? Do you think the roads are a little bit busier or are people walking I, a bit more? You think maybe that there's, Slightly more traffic in the road, but I can tell you places are really quiet and there is hardly nothing at all moving, to be honest. You know, that people are doing what they're told as far as I can see anyway. And they're hoping maybe that the building, the construction uh, industry might be allowed to work away uh, after the, the, the fifth or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, I can't see uh, that happening. I, I, I think it could be allowed to happen in, in a lot of cases, instances anyway, where fellas are working there, not working up against each other, and, you know, they, they, they could go and do work, and, and should I mean the country, we'll have to go back to work, and... Well, we, at uh, some point, we'll have to go back to work, but, and the, the local community and business community in Carsveen and in Kerry in general has, I mean, I know the subsidies put out, put forward by Pascal O'Donoghue certainly has helped. Uh, do you think most of those businesses will reopen or do you think a lot of businesses, be it pubs or restaurants or bars, whatever it happens to be, or businesses generally, will a lot of those stay closed? Do you think a lot of them will survive it? A lot of uh, pubs, I fear, they, 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 they may not open. Where there'd be an elderly couple running in a, a rural pub, they were, really, they were practically closed by Rawson and 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 his laws there a couple of years ago. So, I I I'd have a worry that many of them may not open. You, you, know, you believe that might be the final nail in the coffin, so to speak. I I'd say when they get used, to, they were always used to running their pubs, and we're all like that. We want to keep doing and uh, what we were always doing. Everyone is the same, but when they find themselves closed now, and they talk maybe that they won't be allowed to open the rest of this year. Certainly, a lot of them will not reopen again. That's the worry I'd have, and and it's going to be tough for for businesses as well. To many of them won't get going again. You know, cash flow and everything. They won't. 
I'm hoping the government, and I'm sure you'll be there to lobby for that, will be introducing some sort of stimulus packages for business, similar to the UK where they have a 25,000 grant or up to 25,000 grant for local businesses and small businesses to try and a bit of injection, I suppose, for capital when they reopen again. I'm, I'm assuming that the government might have some sort of stimulus package. Well, sir, we all know that... <laughs> Uh, That's a bad old cough you have there. Are you looking after yourself? <laughs> we all know, uh, Noel, that if you have money, the banks will lend you and, and, and give you money. Uh, but if you don't, and it's the people that really need money, don't get it after. And, and, okay. Uh, all right. Well, look, let's get to the point of why we're talking to you today, I suppose, the main reason. And this is in relation to the asylum seekers in the Skellig Star Hotel. Um, and obviously there's been an outbreak of COVID-19 uh, within the asylum seeker population. And uh, you, uh, and I'm just quoting you here, you want them to go back to uh, where they came from, essentially. Well, Noel, there's a serious problem down there, you see. And uh, yes, there has been an outbreak in the hotel. And the hotel... Possibly four, probably possibly four cases, now as many as seven, is it? Yes. There's probably more. Uh, and, and we're not being told. And we'll never know. We won't even know... They're supposed to be testing them there with the last few days since this has erupted. We won't be told the, the honest uh, answer or who. Because or I suppose it is difficult when you've got people in the same building. Uh, you know, it's difficult to isolate people and what have you. So I suppose, you know, it is going to be a problem for, you know, communities like that where people are living on top of each other. Well, that's exactly the problem. When yeah. You see, they are on top of each other inside. They're, you're after... You're after you're after hitting the nail on the head. And you see, at the same time, then they're out and about the streets. They're going into the shops. And we can't understand it because they're supposed to be... Coo- coo- they're, Isolated. They're yeah. yeah, but their meals are supposed to be cooked. But nevertheless, they're buying stuff that has to be cooked ourselves. So the worry is, two things, that they're, uh, they're, 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 very close, they're very close to the shopkeepers and, and to the shop workers. And they're, they're also meeting locals in and around the place. And it's not conducive to, uh, in the environment we're in. It's, that's not right. But, uh, that, but, but, that but, but, but there are people, Danny, who would say that they are locals now that they're living there, that they are locals. Sure, look, they're fine. And I have nothing at all against those people now in the correct environment. But they were put down there into the, 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 that place, that hotel, like you say, on top of each other. And now they're out around the streets after mixing. So that's not conducive to what the Tony Hoolan has been telling us to do. It's not isolating. And that's not fair on the people of Charles Okay, but, and but Danny, I I, with the, respect, I, I with respect. the minister that didn't operate any okay. consultative process with the local people before he brought them down there. I'm calling him now to sort the, the matter out. And... Put them into a, a correct environment where they, where they can... Okay, well, look, there's no doubt, there's no doubt, I'm not going to disagree with you, that there should be a consultation process between Charlie Flanagan and the locals in any town uh, where you are going to bring in, you know, or bring in a direct provision centre or people from, you know, war-torn countries or whatever it happens to be, right? But in saying that, we're in the position we're in now at the moment, which is a very unprecedented uh, situation where you can't really do... There's very little you can do. Uh, and in relation to the people that are there that, you know, 
because some people are infected with COVID-19. There's no doubt about that. It seems to be the case anyway. And locals are concerned about the movements of people, be they locals or be they people who happen to be in direct provision centres. But the suggestion that they should be taken back and brought back to where they came from. So where do, well, where do you suggest they put them? Listen, no, look. The minister is the man responsible and the department for justice. But you're not so answering my question. Oh, hold on a minute, no, I'll, if we want to talk ourselves, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll fade into the, where I was <laughs> and we can talk away for the rest of the day to the people out there. But the facts are, the HSE did not agree with the Department of Justice of bringing these people down there because they said it wasn't the right place. So between the Department of Justice now and the HSE, let them get their act together and get them to, to be fair on those people as well as the local people and but- put them... Take them where they will be safe and where they, where everyone will be safe. Okay, but where would, but here's the thing. I'm not I'm only asking you. If we're saying in this current climate at the moment where we're all in lockdown, we're all told we're not to move from one county to another or from place to place or to be heading off for weekends until of course Simon Harris and the National Emergency Team believe or deem it safe to do so, where do you want to put them? Well, well like on an island somewhere. Clearly, or... clearly I know for a fact that those people are very unhappy themselves where they are. Well, I'm sure they and, are, yeah. And, and, and like, it is up to the minister. Yes, there's big hotels above in Dublin. They can space them Oh, right, so just, just send them up to Dublin. Is that what you're saying? No, no but there, are there bigger hotels around? And why would they be safer in Dublin than they would be in Kerry? Sure, they'd be I safer in a rural you town. Know, that, like you said yourself, you said it yourself. They're on top of each other below and signing the star. But they, but they be t- yeah, but they be on top of each other in Dublin as well. What's the difference? You'll, you'll have to get bigger places. Bigger places are little houses on their own, but they'll have to get a chance the same as everyone else. Otherwise, it's going to, it'll be a complete disaster. So, you're just, so what you're and saying to me is not fair. in my backyard. It's not fair on the people of Carsavine, or it's not fair on those people what was done to them. Okay, but move them somewhere else so it won't be fair on somebody else. In a small room. Yeah. Well, I said, and I stand by everything that I said, if he can find a proper place for them, take them back where he brought them from. So, so whatever country they came from? No, no, no. I said wherever hotel he brought them out of in Dublin. Well, I mean, the, the point is we have a lot of direct provision centres in and around the Dublin area. There's a lot of direct provision centres in and around County Meath, Kildare, Portleash, uh, Roscommon. They're everywhere. So the point is, you know, there's one in Carsevine. Yes, we can argue about that. You can protest about that. You know, before all this happened, you could talk about proper consultation with the local community. Absolutely. I'm not disagreeing with you that. I mean, there should be proper consultation with the local communities as to whether there's, you know, provisions there for the people that are being moved there. And I agree with all of that. But the problem is, we're not in normal times. You can't just turn around and say, some of these people might have COVID-19. Let's ship them off to another county. God almighty, Nyla, are, are, are you in the real world at all? I am in the real and, world. And, and, and I tell you that they're on top of each other inside in a small hotel below in Carsavine, inside in small rooms. And at the same time, time then, they're coming out and they're up and down the street. That's not fair on them and it's not fair on the local people. And I stand by what I'm saying. The minister, tis his baby, you know, when he, when he didn't do, when he didn't take that voice from the HSE, they'll have to work together now and see where they will put them so that they, them people will be safe as well as the people of Carsavine, where, 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 where there's a very worried community at the present time.
Right, and so so let's say the minister says, okay, Danny, you've got a point. We get what you're saying. Let's move them to County Mead or let's move them to Roscommon or let's move them to Donegal. Or, and then all of a sudden the locals in Donegal or the local TD in Donegal says, hold on for a second. You know, hold on, some of them are infected. We don't want them here either. So, I mean, what are, what are they supposed to do? They be, then they become the victims of all this. Well, they're infected coming down. What? That's the question. And if they were, Noel. I'll be sick, and, and if uh, whoever knew it and, and, and kept it a secret, they should be locked up and throw away the key. Because it's very wrong to do that to the people of Castlevin and to the people they brought down. Well, the only alternative then is to send them back to Syria or Africa or something like that. Is I, that, that, I, I, that, that, that just a suggestion? There's plenty bigger places than a small little hotel in Castlevin. Right. There's plenty bigger places. I don't know where they are, but I know they're there, and you know they're there. But surely uh, most people would suggest that living in rural Ireland, and I'm sure this is going to be your argument when we start lifting restrictions for local businesses, living in rural Ireland and re- living in a city, there's a big difference in rural Ireland. It's a much safer place to be when you've got a virus, isn't it? Well, uh, yeah, but sure, you're, you're, you're taking the thing out of context. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, ju- I'm just saying, generally speaking, it's safer to live in rural Ireland. Of course it is, and yeah. we're we're very proud to be living in rural Ireland. Yeah. But but what we're what we're getting away from is the specific point that we're talking about is that hotel is not fit for what for I what mean, they're if, trying to make it. Yeah, Danny, if you look at listen to me just a sec now, if you look at America, for example, right, they have the most amount of cases in New York because of density of population. Now, if you moved these individuals to a place where you might be able to accommodate them in a bigger place, a bigger hotel, say like Dublin, for example, you have a much denser population. They're in much more danger and they're much more dangerous to the people around them because we live in a denser population. So surely to have them in a rural town, maybe in a smaller hotel, I understand they're all mixed on top of each other there and everything else. I can understand the problem that you have, but surely that's a better solution for for the moment. Now we can all, when this is all over, you can, Charlie Flanagan can have it out in the middle of a boxing ring for all I care and then talk about, you know, the communications that you have between each other. But at the, at the very, this very moment in time, it wouldn't be a good idea to move people around. Look, Niall, the, the, the situation down there is not fair, it's not safe and, and, and I'm asking the minister to, 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 to do something now and, 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 and to stop the problem out because he created it. All right. And, well, listen, thank you very much indeed. Danny Healy, we get the point uh, you're making. I do get the point you're making, by the way. I'm not ignoring the point you're making. I just don't uh, believe in this particular time there's a lot we can do. And just one thing, Niall. If we were talking six or 12 months ago about building houses in rural Ireland, uh, I'd be laughed at. And I do agree that that rural Ireland is a much safer place to live in and they're coming people in on top of each other above there in Dublin they can't get in or get out of it then law order there every morning you wake up there's someone stabbed or shot or something it's costing a bomb and there was a fellow one time there John Morton he said that 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 rural Ireland was costing the state and that was a burden on the state well I'm saying to you urban Ireland can be if the if the figures were counted is every much a burden in the street or maybe a lot more. All right, listen. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Independent TD Danny Healy Ray. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. Classic hits.